Hey everybody and welcome to TalkChain, the hottest podcast on YouTube about <laughs> cryptocurrency today. My name is Matt, Rob's above me. How you doing everybody? And today we're going to talk about the SEC issuing 80 subpoenas to different companies and individuals who've offered ICOs. And we're also going to talk about T0, which happens to be amongst those that were issued a subpoena. And if you remember a few days ago, Rob and I uh, released a video about T0. So this is... Uh, I'm very excited to get into this because, you know, we talked about how T0 was, uh, they, they had purchased or acquired a company that was already SEC compliant. And so getting a subpoena from the SEC, I think, is interesting because it's really demonstrating how this market's going to move forward when it comes to this kind of stuff. So going to get into the, just the regular market update first. Total market cap, uh, almost $460 billion. Bitcoin dominance has breached 40% something that I am kind of surprised about. I do not have my Bitcoin TA up because Rob's here, and I know he's going to go into a violent rage if I get it's into appreciated. it again. It's appreciated to save me the time of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't fallen asleep whenever I get into that. Uh, yeah, no, it's interesting. It's interesting to see like uh, the alts are falling pretty significantly, and Bitcoin's kind of holding pretty steady. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we were really hovering around 11,000 at Bitcoin. Um, and yeah, just a lot of the alts. There was a lot of uh, drama. I mean, Walton, Walton Coin, I wasn't happy to see that drop, but we recovered somewhat. And uh, yeah, just everything's sort of falling. I, uh, I haven't sold anything. You know, I'm in it for the long haul. Got paid yesterday, so waiting for that deposit to get through on Coinbase, which takes for goddamn <laughs> ever. Weeks. Yeah, you should be okay in about a month or so. Yeah. That in. Can't wait for that, but yeah, but Bitcoin holding strong. So I don't, uh, I don't have any two, any, uh, you know, miracle predictions coming up. If if you do, Bob, maybe you should share them now. But just gonna keep an eye on everything. No, I don't have any predictions. Did you see the crypto investor video? Gonna just shill another channel, but crypto investor mm -hmm. talked about Walton Chain and how they think that the entire thing was planned in order to make Walton Chain dump to buy more Walton Chain themselves. Man. Real crazy conspiracy video. It's, <laughs> but it's entertaining. It's entertaining. I, I did not see that, but I, I wouldn't put it past some of these things. Like, you, you can see these kind of things in the equities world all the time where some, like, random news event that's a lie gets spread somehow. Uh, so who, like, you mean people in the company want to buy up Walton Chain themselves? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Walton Chain wants to buy more Walton coin. Right. And uh, my my opinion was that it was a rogue employee who may have slipped up, but it would be it's very conspiracy theory to think that it's a, a big ploy for this entire company to, to come up with. But it's an interesting perspective, though. Yeah. And, well, there's only a couple... Options, right? Either somebody in the company who's in charge of the Twitter one, or uh, they they have it's like some inside job going on. But definitely, I I mean I would err on the side of uh, incompetence rather on the side of conspiracy. So you know, but still, it's just like having your own employees win your own contest, like it's just ugly all around. Ugly, yeah. Anyway, so for those who don't know, what we're talking about. Uh, Walton Chain had Walton Coin had some announcement about a contest they had, but it was accidentally posted on their own Twitter, where the winner 
announced on the Walton Chain Twitter that they had won. So obviously the tweet was supposed to come from some random person who was entered into the contest, but it wasn't, and this uh, this led to a big drop in the Walton Chain price. But it's slowly recovered from now. I think uh, I think it's up five percent on the day when I just checked. Nice. I think it was a good time to buy personally. Well, but, yeah. Uh, let's move on. SEC. Let's yeah. talk about that. All right. All right. Jeez. Bob brings up Walton coin and <laughs> now he's over it. All right. So this beautiful picture of Mr. Clayton. Uh, did you? This picture is so horrible. I don't know. Did you see this on the the New York Times article? Yeah, it's not it's not the most flattering picture, but uh, but like you know, it's not the most it's not Brad Pitt up there. No, but yeah, I don't know. Like he looks like he's in the middle of some sort of marathon. Anyway, <laughs> so subpoena signal SEC crackdown on initial coin offerings. So this should not come to any surprise to anybody. The fact that it's only subpoena and not something more dramatic, I think, is what surprises me the most. Um, so subpoena is just a just a request for information, or they might ask people to come in and testify or give a deposition or something like that. And so this article says dozens of people, but I think the actual number is 80, 80, uh, which is pretty substantial. And um, so the SEC just wants more information on what's going on. It's likely they're asking details about the, the nature of the ICO, how it's being funded. And it's really because this Clayton clown, what's his first name? Jay. Jay? Jay Clayton? Yeah. Yeah. So this clown, Jay Clayton, seems to think that every single ICO is actually an IPO. And we talked about this weeks ago when they did that, uh, the Senate, Senate hearing. The Senate hearing. Thank you, yeah. Bob. And uh, that's what he said. So he's definitely going ahead and treating ICOs as if they're IPOs and uh, is asking more information. And it, uh, it should give everybody pause because this is definitely going to only increase more of these things are going to come out, more information is going to be requested. And if uh, these ICOs aren't in line with IPO regulation, I think they're going to have a lot of trouble moving forward. I think they're going to have a lot of trouble, and I think the eventually word's going to get out uh, which ones are being uh, questioned. Mm. And I think it'll cause some real problems with those specific uh, uh, tokens. But at the same time, I think it... It could be a good thing for people who are invested in these utility tokens who uh, are given zero ownership. Mm. And it could be something where complying means giving people ownership in this company, in whatever company it would be. Yeah, so I think, I think it's naive for Jay Clayton to, to say that all ICOs are IPOs. It's really going to force him to dive deep and come up with a good definition. And we, we've talked about this before, how utility tokens aren't necessarily ownership in any company. And mm -hmm. I think as Mr. Clayton dives deeper, he's going to find out that some of these ICOs are actually IPOs, but a lot of them aren't. And that's going to actually develop uh, as, as this moves forward. So yeah, I agree with you that it's not the end of the world, but I think that uh, if anybody is trying to do some sort of fraudulent or shady stuff, they, they should realize that the, the, uh, the time for that is no longer um, is no longer here. Just given that there's a lot of attention on all of these virtual currencies, uh, I don't think you can get away with anything that you could two or three years ago. And that could that could be Jay Clayton's goal is to kind of fish out some of these more scammy coins, more so than crack down on legitimate um, companies who are actually trying to 
build upon this like blockchain technology because um, it's not uncommon to see these sorts of scams that's happened a couple times over the last couple of weeks so between like BitConnect and Davercoin uh, mm -hmm. just completely fall apart. So even if, if that flushes those guys out, then that then he's doing a great job. Yeah, I, I agree. And I don't think it's going to stifle innovation too much at this point unless he goes overboard. So we're, we're going to have to see how it develops through the rest of the year. But um, let's get to one of the coins that actually was affected by this. So Bloomberg reported that T0 was one of the ICOs that has been um, requested that has been asked for information to the SEC. So Patrick Byrne was interviewed by uh, Bloomberg or somebody in some interview um, asking details about their ICO. And Byrne said, Byrne, who's the CEO of Overstock, which is issuing the T0 ICO, and definitely check out our video on that. We get into some real detail on T0 and why you should buy it when, when you're able to buy it. But <laughs> so Byrne says that they ask very broad questions about what's going on with, with their ICO. And I think they're, they're framing it in a way where they want to know, they don't want to ask too many leading questions. They want Byrne to give all the information themselves, maybe to fall into some sort of trap or maybe not. I'm not too sure. But um, they, they did ask about uh, how, the, how, they were find, how they were asking, requesting information about the accredited investors. So what they were doing to see if accredited investor was actually accredited. And I, I don't know, it seems like Byrne is on top of his homework and on top of his game when it comes to this. So I don't think that they would have struggled at all with any SEC questions, especially given that the, one of their acquisitions for the T0 ICO is SEC compliant already. Well, it's, you're right. It is interesting. And this is something that he's going to have covered from front to back if he doesn't then it's actually a serious problem if he doesn't have a good answer for the qualifications for the accredited investor and to like make sure that they are actually accredited but what's interesting is that despite the fact that t0 is about uh, securities tokens uh, the t0 token itself is not a securities token so it it makes sense that it would be kind of questioned especially when it's trying to enter a space that kind of Wall Street is kind of questioning right now because it's kind of this in-between between crypto and like the New York Stock Exchange. They're trying to bring, kind of combine them together. And so I think the SEC is probably going to give them a significant amount of issues uh, to make sure that everything that they're doing is legit. Yeah, and I think... Byrne has come to the has like come to this point with the expectation that the SEC is going to be regulating it. So I'm not terribly worried for this, and it would still I would still buy T zero. I still plan on buying T zero when it comes out because I think they're the most prepared for SEC questioning and things like that. Uh, yeah. So I think with everything you just said, it's definitely going to be how how all of this gets sorted out is going to decide who remains in this game and who doesn't or who needs more regulation and who doesn't. So it sort of remains to be seen, but I, uh, you know, I still love T-Zero. Byrne is going to continue his, uh, his tirade against Wall Street and hope to beat them. Yeah, I, it doesn't uh, make me question in any way what uh, Patrick Byrne's doing. 
Um, it, it did apparently make a few people question themselves because Overstock's uh, stock did take a little bit of a dive. But uh, I think it'll, it'll be a quick bounce back as soon as they kind of sort out all of these issues and nothing actually comes of it. Yeah, their, their stock has been on a rocky uh, trajectory the last few months, just given that any company that's mentioned blockchain in their name or anything has, has gone through some weird skyrockets and some weird dumps. But uh, Overstock has definitely gone up a lot and down a lot, so it's starting to reach some sort of consolidation around 60. Um, and yeah, who, who knows what will happen, but... I, I'm personally going to look into the T0 ICO rather than buying outright equity in, in Overstock. Yeah, well, if it's going to get you equity in T0, then it does. It makes perfect sense to get involved in the T0 ICO, or after the ICO comes out, just getting involved in the token. Yeah, which I think will happen. I think the ICO part is over at the end of this month. But anyway. Yeah, April Fool's Day, big day for everybody. Oh, yeah. April Fool's were, were extending the length of the ICO so nobody can buy it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. Actually, sorry, one of the other things that I did note in the, in the article that was on CCN was that they've, that they've only raised $112 million out of the 250 that they expect, mm. which uh, isn't necessarily great considering that they expected to have this amount reached like a couple days ago hmm. so it does doesn't look like it's as successful but it's probably some issues with getting as many accredited investors as they as they were hoping for yeah i wonder if that's the reason for the extension it probably is but if they if they remove that ridiculous accreditate investor accreditation requirement they would definitely get a ton more interest and you know i would have definitely bought even though it wouldn't have been in the millions but you know. Could have bought like five to ten easily. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, no, every every dollar counts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I don't know what to think about that, but I do just think that the requirements for participating in the ICO are just relatively high, so that's why they're not getting as much interest. But we'll see at the end of the month, right? There's probably going to be some more updates on this as we uh, get to the end of March. Definitely. Okay, so the last thing I want to mention is uh, we brought up this SegWit chart a few times, and we announced that Coinbase and Bitfinex, no, Bittrex, God, which one? I didn't even check. All right, two exchanges, two major exchanges had uh, supported SegWit, and we finally see that SegWit support has reached 30%, which is huge. So those transaction fees are going down, and the, uh, the time it takes to send a transaction is going down substantially. So this is good news for Bitcoin and uh, going to keep an eye on this, but just wanted to bring it up and, and show that we're making some progress in SegWit, which is going to make the Bitcoin network a lot better. Yeah, especially once some other exchanges, uh, finance <laughs> in particular, takes over and gets involved with SegWit, I think it'll also make a massive dent. Yeah, definitely. So just wanted to bring that up. But anyway, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much for watching, if you did. Uh, please like, subscribe, let me know what you think of Sweet Jay Clayton and this great picture I have up of him. And uh, follow us on Twitter at TalkChainPod or uh, we're posting on Reddit, TalkChain's the name. And uh, I've been posting to Steam, so check us out there. Yeah, uh, that's it for us, guys. Take care. Thanks a lot. See you next time.